Hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to my podcast my name is Kesle Pandey and I'll be your host in this adventure called the Great Pandey Circus right it's my first attempt with the uh, podcasting but not my first with respect to recording sound i used to record uh, like rap songs long long time ago more or less like 10 years ago then uh, you know like much did not come out of it but i did record some songs here and there some of them are still with me some of them i'm too embarrassed to play you know because i was budding up and coming and uh, you know trying to see which way it goes but yeah so again like i said this is not the first time that i'm interacting with the dynamic mic here um having said that uh this is uh, an audio only podcast uh, since this is the mvp version i don't i don't know which way it's going to go right like uh, so yeah but probably as you move along i might invest in those resources like a camera or some some shit like that and give uh, the viewers or listeners uh, an overall experience like a more holistic experience so to speak um with respect to the mechanics uh, i don't have anything uh, written down uh, the idea is for me to talk you know talk about certain things certain relevant things like current affairs i mean as an indian uh, this is one thing that has been drilled down to us ever since we were kids uh, you know that current affairs are important right so probably that i don't know I, i'm going to give my own um, hot take on some of those items you know maybe like funny takes i don't know and uh, the and 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 hope uh, the listeners like it all right so what i'm going to do since it's not a scripted podcast right i'll pull open let's say hindustan times right so i'm kind of going to my browser and i'm going to click on it and here we go so we have bunch of news coming from india at this point in time and the reason why i'm going to talk about india i mean before even before i begin talking about that is because i mean i'm not an expert in any other part of the world right i don't know what's happening in the say states or, or or in uk but with india i i can speak with certain conviction because it's, it's my home country right uh born and brought up so i think i'm in a in a good position to talk about it maybe you know give some commentary with respect to what's happening make jokes hope uh the government does not send ed after me ed being uh, enforcement directorate if i'm not wrong and so on let's see let's see how it goes all right so the top news is that ins vikrant indian naval service uh, that's what ins stands for is the first step towards india becoming an indo pacific power uh, i don't think so having one bloody ship aircraft uh, carrier probably diesel powered with a bunch of submarines into it probably 30 odd aircrafts uh, and uh, and some handful of choppers is not going to make you an indo pacific power i mean like yeah if you are comparing yourself to let's say like sri lanka which is a failed state or probably bangladesh maybe pakistan ah uh, okay afghanistan most def- they don't have a navy it's a landlocked country so yeah you are a power if you're comparing yourself to the weaker neighbors but look right like look towards let's say china they are going head on head with with the with the us military us navy 
so i don't think uh as a chinese person i would be like one bit threatened or chinese establishment i won't be one bit threatened by us launching an ins vikrant not at all but but yeah it's okay it's a good step uh more we make in india the better it is but again we are far far uh away from becoming a quote unquote superpower yeah i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon all right let's see so india is india has now acquired indigenous capability and capacity to build aircraft carriers diesel nuclear powered sub submarines and light combat aircraft again none of it equates to us becoming a superpower they are light combat aircraft lcas and in china as we speak is is working on fifth generation combat fighters bombers and, and shit like that they have stealth ships do we have them no a nuclear powered submarines well we got the the ip from russia i guess for the most part but okay, better than nothing and i guess i think majority of our of our fleet is is diesel powered and with a bunch of nuclear power uh nuclear powered submarines thrown into the mix hmm let's see let's see what else do we have so well i don't see anything new in here it's just that we have launched uh this thing but again what they are, what they're also talking about is that some countries are like malaysia and argentina are, are have shown interest in acquiring our lcas the light combat aircrafts well these countries are not uh facing any existential threat from countries like pakistan or china so yeah might as well buy lca anyway like i said we are far 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 away from becoming Uh, an Indo-Pacific superpower, because the word Pacific entails uh, countries like Japan or like Australia and China, for that matter, Korea, and then of course the good old United States. Yep, just because we are a part of the Quad does not make us a first-world country or someone who's who's an expert at making these combat equipments, vehicles, what have we. All right, moving on. Let's see what else do we have. Hmm. All right, the good old communal news. So it says Shabana Azmi, Javed Akhtar, Nasiruddin Shah, they are all sleeper cells um of probably Pakistan, I guess. Well, if there's something that I know about these guys, these these three individuals who are, who happen to be great at what they do, if they are sleeper cells, I would rather be a sleeper cell. I don't see them as Muslims or something. I see them as people, as Indians who have contributed greatly towards the advancement of that particular art or craft. Right? Javed Akhtar is a maestro. He is maestro Javed Akhtar. Nishtadin Shah. I mean, how many Indians have you seen acting in 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 fucking like Hollywood's made uh, action movies? Like how many Indians? Nara. I mean, except for Dhanush, who is a recent entry into that coveted club. Uh, what was that movie? The one that we saw. Uh, There were a lot of action scenes. Steve, that Captain America guy was there. What's the name of the movie? I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. Avocado. The Gray Man. Uh, well, for those of you who don't know, she's my girlfriend. Anyway, so Gray Man is the movie. Dhanush uh, made a, a cameo, had a very small role, uh, but again, he 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 was able to to like do some kick-ass action scenes, so to speak. He fought 
you know like there were scenes where he was engaged in hand to hand combat with the uh, silver linings playbook guy ran gosling if i'm not wrong and yeah and and that that the sidekick in that movie that girl with a very forgettable name yeah moving uh, going back to nasheed and shah he for those of you who don't know he portrayed the character of uh uh man shit let me check he was nasheed and shah was in that movie the league uh, of the extra extraordinary gentleman and he w- yeah he played the character of captain nemo and captain nemo uh, in that book by jules verne 20000 leagues under the sea was an indian from bundelkhand if i'm not wrong he was exiled he set up shop in an island along with his army of engineers and shit and there that is uh, there is where he built nautilus the sword of the ocean with the submarine that uh, captain nemo uses anyway so he portrayed the character of uh, captain nemo and boy that movie was so high on high octane action so high on like fantasy shit and whatever the fuck not nasheed shah was that guy let's show some respect where it belongs shabana azmi well she has done some really cutting edge uh, you know acting roles uh there was a movie where uh, she uh, was uh, there was this uh, lesbian scene so to speak right with nandita das fire war i'm not really sure what the name was but again i mean these are the guys who have been pushing envelope when it comes to arts performing arts since the get go nasheed shah was in that movie the 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 black comedy which became a cult movie uh janebi do yaro if i'm not wrong let me check the name janebi do yes is an indie uh, is a 1983 indian hindi language satirical black comedy directed by kundan shah and produced by nfdc so i mean like these individuals who were just called as uh, like sleeper cells are those individuals because of whom a lot of jobs in the industry exist india is known uh, because of these individuals uh, as like a country which has the potential to to give good actors right and but the, all right let's take a look at the guy who called them as sleeper cells he is madhya pradesh home minister narottam mishra and i can say it with certain conviction before i say so let me check who narottam mishra is he's the incumbent who uh, minister of home affairs law and legislative duties presence in parliament he holds an ma and phd from jivaji university gwalior well at least he's he's educated so i was about to make a comment there but glad i refrained and um, he looks educated and come coming from a guy like him a comment like that well does not make sense has he lost his mind i don't know but would it help him keep his job maybe Well, don't get me wrong guys I- i'm a big fan of modi right no matter what you call me as i mean at least that guy has united india to a certain level i mean i don't agree with everything that he does but at least from the point of view of you know bringing people together he has he has brought everybody under the same uh you know umbrella of law so to speak right like people don't make their own policies and 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 think that they can be governed by their own uh, laws and, and and such modi means business and he likes to run a tight trip but then there are guys like narottam mishra who make comments 
against people like like mighty talented narottam mishra might be a doctor phd but these guys are like next level they, they are like superhumans in a country of 2 billion people how many have acted in and uh, in movies and how many of them have have acted in really good movies and like in action roles and such and the reason why i'm so fixated on action roles is because i like that genre and how many good indian movies have been made in that regard zero our vfx sucks actors suck even more but these guys no and then someone comes along a guy who nobody knows comes and calls them as a sleeper cells well that's bullshit all right that's hindustan plans for you let's see what do we have in uh, times of india and before i go there just wanted to share this like i recently uh, got covid and was down for almost a week and uh, now i'm better uh, at least i'm alive and it's just that the cough is still here and uh, from time to time i i cough and boy that cough is bad oh by the way i'm uh, recording this podcast from the beautiful philippines i'm in, I'm, i'm in that capital uh, i'm in their capital uh, manila and in manila i'm uh, sitting in this beautiful uh, apartment here in, in an equally beautiful city called tagik so yeah that's where i am but does that make me an expert in the philippines uh maybe am i going to talk about it uh maybe uh would they get mad if they hear an indian talking about their shit i don't know people are really good hospitable and well couple of their members the parliament at least one that i know of ramon bhagat singh of bhagat singh was half indian half filipino so yeah they know indians and they know that we have uh uh a proclivity to comment and you know uh be nosy in 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 other people's matters all in all maybe i'll i'll talk about it i'll talk about philippines one day but not today since it's the first sports it's the first podcast the mvp of it and i don't know uh, which way are we going to take moving further so i'm dedicating this entire thing to my country all right first news the first phase that i see is of rahul gandhi boy why is this guy even there Congress is a grand old party. Fine, they have been corrupt in the past. Fine, they have made some shitty leaders. Fine, their politics is all about divide and rule. That's what they literally got from um, the masters, the colonial power, you know, the British. But does that but does that mean they can't take a U-turn and become a more inclusive, more progressive, you know, more like? Uh, Uh, a party which can work towards unification of india rather than division yes what would it take a massive overhaul what do you mean but this guy has to step down this is either is a dynasty guy i mean he hasn't done shit in his life he's a wanker a wanker at best do you think he can run a country he can hardly run a fucking nightclub all right so uh i think he has a mutiny on his hands right now 
Ghulam Nabi Azad, if I'm not wrong, he stepped down from his position, whichever it was. He wasn't really happy with the way things were. Not just him, there were like 23 other ministers and they called themselves as G23. So it says that after Rahul's return from his overseas trip, well, there's nothing wrong with him going abroad. Let me be very clear here. He's an individual. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He has deep pockets, pretty deep pockets. So he can do whatever the hell he wants. But yeah, after he returns, party leaders are likely to persuade him. Do you think he'll step down? Well, let's be honest. Uh, there are just 23 individuals that G23 who wants things to change but then there is n minus 23 who don't want things to change who wants the status quo to be maintained probably sympathizers Gandhi family sympathizers or brown nosers or uh, the yes men around him is he gonna contest against someone probably Tharoor I mean, Tharoor, he, although he's a, I mean, there's nothing wrong with him being a ladies man, let me be perfectly clear over here. He has his way with the words, he's a charming guy, well-educated, good-looking, I mean, everything that, a, probably rich too, everything that a girl can, a woman can ask for, he has it, he's the complete package. And he has defended uh, India on, on global stage, if not defended, at least he called out the oppressors or people who were, uh, you know, putting, like, like smearing the Indian name with, with, with shit. He called them out at least, that too eloquently, so to speak. Is he the best guy for this? I think so, in my opinion. Is he the, the best guy for uh, going against Modi? I think so. Although he's, you know, educated in West, might be a little um, out of touch with, with the Indian politics, just assuming. But he's a smart guy, and I believe he might have picked it up by now. Although he spent, I'm not really sure how much he, time he spent abroad. Let's take a look. Shashi Tharoor career. What is he? Hmm. Oh, is an Indian former international civil servant, diplomat, politician. What the fuck? Born in London. Ah, I see. Raised in India. Well, uh, he's the exact opposite of what I want to be. But I think it speaks a lot about... About his credentials, right? Hmm. Very, very impressive resume. But I think the reason why maybe he is not operating at his full potential because whenever we see him getting the limelight is for all the wrong reasons. We know Sunandar, what happened to Sunanda Pushkar. We know his uh, Instagram photos or photos of him in other people's Instagram. There was this photo from Parliament and he made a remark. Maybe he was being funny. Maybe he meant it and, and said it was construed as like borderline misogynist but yeah so maybe the reason why he's not able to explore his full, full potential is because of the current leadership right maybe they don't let him spread his wings as much as he want to uh, would he become a better version 
of the diplomat or the politician he is given a chance to spread his wings i don't know but should we give him a chance why not he probably after modi and yogi is the only guy who can have india rally behind him just thinking out loud i'm giving that guy a benefit of doubt you have to have someone well, i don't think there is anyone in, in congress uh, who's capable of doing it anymore people lack credential uh credential with respect to what they have done in the past or or have they held uh, a public position and and have contributed significantly towards the development of nation i don't think so has he done it maybe maybe not for the most part maybe not but can he do that yes i think Wait, 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 hold on. Let me not rule out S. J. Shankar. He is also a good candidate for for becoming a prime minister. That guy uh, means what he says, and he does not, uh, you know, pull the punches. I mean, like he says, uh, he's very upfront. I mean, if. you haven't uh, seen there is this video of him talking in uh, some foreign conclave and then there was this uh, uh, indian uh, like reporter of indian origin probably from america not sure us and she was grilling him about why india is on the fans uh, and why aren't uh, why hasn't why haven't we done anything why are we still buying russian oil boy the way he shut her down on so many not only her there was this correspondent uh, Yeah, uh, in the audience, we even asked him a question as to like same same thing, basically same lines. Everybody was like after his ass uh, as to why India isn't like uh, supportive of Ukraine or or sympathetic of it. Why aren't we saying anything and shit? I mean, I would let you guys watch it, but yeah, he he did shut them down, and he was very clear uh, as to what India's stand on things is and as to what his personal stand on things is, right? Like. I got to listen to it. There was a point where he mentions that I don't I don't send my guys to get me Russian oil. I send my guys to get the cheapest oil. Because Russian oil is usually contested. I mean everybody's like like kind of kind of shying away from it. Nobody wants to engage with Russia anymore. But we have our own energy needs. I mean of course I'm just like uh giving you a TLDR version of it. If you really want to listen to it uh yeah. I mean, you should totally go and check that video on YouTube. All right, enough of Rahul Gandhi and who can be the next prime minister. Most definitely not Rahul Gandhi. Let's be very honest. He would have to take another. Basically, he's got dusri yoni me pada hona padega. Not as not as Rahul Gandhi. I don't think he can continue doing whatever he can. You know, talk. Sh- I don't think he necessarily talks shit, but it's just that social media takes. a uh, small clip edited like to make him look bad to make him sound bad make him sound uh, make make him say something that he hasn't or something like that he does not really do it but does he have that charisma no 20 years ago sorry 15 years ago cuz he's 23 43 or 45 or 50 right now 20 years ago had he done something good i believe he could have been the youngest prime minister of india but he didn't cuz he always stayed under his mother's um, you know protection you got to step out of the nest man you got to if you got to do something if you want to achieve something you got to step out not against people who who stay with their families for long but they hardly make 
good um, you know visionaries you know they hardly make good uh, statesmen they hardly make people who can change the future not in my personal opinion i might be wrong but in order to run a big ass country you gotta step out you, you gotta do something that your family didn't give you you might be good at running that party but are you good at running the country fuck no this guy absolutely not even close hmm all right what else do we have here mumbai hmm shit like that can only happen in mumbai guys 29 year old man from madhya pradesh it's like a province at the center of india geographically who alleged allegedly smuggled around 2.5 kg of gold worth 1.5 crore uh 1.5 crore in usd it's around 260000 it's a shit lot of money for a country like india i mean for anyone to be honest before he was to go to the green channel the security check by customs he went to the toilet meant for disabled and then he used the toilet for differently able person to dump all that gold wait did he dump it in the 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 loo itself uh no thrown in the dustbin of the toilet hmm that's interesting is it the first time it's happening i don't know someone must have done it before and that person probably would have told him that hey before you do so you do this and then you go back again pick it up and go on your way out don't look back <sighs> but again stupid is what stupid does he got caught had he, had he been smart first off he wouldn't have done it and even if he had if he had planned to do it he would have not been caught at least i wouldn't have been reading about him here Hmm. All right. That's pretty much it apart from all the the bullshit about Bollywood and shit stuff that I don't want to get into. You know, with these half-assed actors. I mean, how about we call the Nepo kids as like the sleeper souls because their sole motive is to destroy the industry. and that industry is a lifeline a shitload of people. do you know how many people are engaged in bollywood as a well none of them have a regular job most of them work in gigs but it pays good and it employs a lot of people and there are a bunch of these fuck ups who don't know a, sh- a thing about acting they're hell bent on destroying it together with each other's help of course so i think in my opinion they should be called as sleepers not people like nasiruddin shah shabana azmi and javed akhtar man these guys are legit gods like fucking show respect uh, whatever that name is minister yeah they i mean it's a democracy right for the for the for the love of god people are entitled to their opinions i'm not saying that the minister can't say what he wants to 
but that also does not mean nashidin shah and and the likes can't say what they want to if they feel threatened they they're likely to compare india with pakistan i mean do i love pakistan fuck no but if if someone does not feel safe can't he say a word or two like he can but 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 uh on the side note is uh is he being right i mean was nasiruddin shah or whoever compared into pakistan no of course no but maybe the words came out wrong or maybe they were trying to paint a picture as to like i'm not feeling safe i should go sometimes words are taken out of context and when you are tweeting or putting shit on instagram you don't provide the context you just say what you want to say and then let people figure it out it's cryptic in nature because of the word limit because you can't fucking put context it's like uh people just zone out the moment they see something longer than 160 words because all our uh, uh, uh attention uh, spans have become that of a goldfish right we can't focus on things that are long be it long form conversations be it fucking whatever we want stuff which we can readily consume in a line or three nobody wants to read the fucking context and when you don't provide context and you just tweet people are going to take it out of the context adnan sami mean he is a pakistani who has probably been uh, probably been granted indian citizenship like why isn't he a sleeper cell why i mean can't he mask masquerade all along can't he pretend to be pretend to not be a, a pakistani and he pakistani he pakistan so much that he wants to stay in india and shit he can i'm not saying he is he's a very sweet guy i mean i i don't know him personally but he has contributed greatly uh to our music industry probably must have generated jobs and having a good time in india as we speak and guys uh it pakistan was a part of us like they were carved out of india they're not any different from from us majority of them are muslim some of them are hindus they don't follow a it's a pseudo democracy out there it's it's not a secular country but they're like kind of us they're stupid do they are poor as well a lot of us are and some of some of indians uh, i mean some of us some of the indians have got relatives living in pakistan does that make them a sleeper cell no and speaking without any evidence that's just bullshit it's just it's my job to speak without an evidence not a ministers people look up to them somebody has put him into the office people might have voted him uh to run whatever the the, the ministry was or whatever that city was where, wherever he is the uh, member of parliament from not to make these uh, uh comments like baseless comments against these these individuals but again humans are humans we make mistakes we are stupid at the end of the day we are all we have descended from monkeys right and that guy is no exception all right let's see what do we have going on on the global front enough of india i mean i can i can talk about it all day all life long and i will never run out of content 
because it's a big country and a lot of shit is happening at the same time hmm russian invasion of ukraine day 192 still ongoing probably gonna last for a year or two must like what states did in afghanistan and in iraq and once they have toppled the democracy some terrorist group might rear their ugly head and fuck the country up further i don't know what's gonna happen russia's gas prom announces indefinite shutdown of pipeline well businesses are gonna take a hit but then denies gorbachev Australia. well gorbachev nikita gorbachev what's his name oh mikhail gorbachev not nikita he's a last soviet leader to be buried because after that uh, uh i think russia or soviet union was disintegrated but fuck it not really relevant to us all right here's something interesting a retired tech tycoon has pledged dollar 33 million to raise an army of civilian marksmen hmm and black bear warriors to defend taiwan from chinese invasion 33 million to raise an army i mean this has more questions than it than it answers anything Thirty-three million. So, what is it for? Just for people to, uh, for him to create a web page that people can sign up. Cause thirty-three million for an army. Uh, I mean, startups. Ten people startups, burn more money than thirty-three million in less than like six months. How is he gonna ensure that an army can stay afloat? Or how did he even like get to this number that thirty-three million is million is enough? for him to raise an army and weapons the uh, their uniforms uh, and some sort of an infrastructure their food uh, their uh, living whatever quarters and shit who's going to take care of that taiwan might as well give that money to the taiwanese army oh, that's just crap If you were to put a gun to my head and ask me what my opinion on on this is, when China has full right over Taiwan, let's be very honest. I mean, it's akin to me saying that uh, India does not have right over Siachen because it was once a uh, because it's now uh, occupied by China. Now apply the same logic over Taiwan. They speak. the same language they have the same sort of beliefs uh same people uh, same ideologies uh, and so on like families half of the families living in china other half in taiwan they essentially are china it's like hong kong it's like uh, somebody coming in and like saying uh, that hey andaman and nicobar is not indian because it's far off or some people like uh, go to go to andaman and declare it as a free country would be accepted hell we are still fighting with china over uh, what i was uh, our, our northern part like i don't even know what that place is they are still fighting having skirmishes and shit over there so 
you see the duplicity in our behavior in our uh, opinions towards taiwan at least from an indian point of view americans well they can uh, do what the hell they want pass any legislature or, or call taiwan as an independent country but i don't think so it is very much a part of china and i don't think it's going to change anytime soon more you press it more russia and ukraine situation more it gets closer to that situation the russia and ukraine because that is literally what happened nato kept on pushing it till they were in ukraine and russia had to go on an offensive they warned us long long time ago and the same thing is being repeated in case of china and taiwan more we get closer to taiwan more world is like saying oh it's a different country and shit more china will be be pressured to take an offensive to do something to 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 rightfully claim that land is theirs and that does not bode well for uh, the taiwanese people and for the soldiers who, who might end up taking uh, part in that conflict and shit like lives will be lost heads will be rolled families will be broken forever but do we want that to happen no so why fucking interfere but again who am i to say they are raising money for an army to fight against uh, china which i don't think they can but if they wanna uh, uh live that lie then yeah why not who am i to stop them from doing it huh india surpasses uk to become world's fifth biggest economy yeah from the point of view of numbers yes from the point of view of population even even bigger we are like second most populous country but from the point of view of infrastructure point of view of hygiene point of view of how uh, progressive people are uh from the point of view of how many inventions are we pumping how many good bands are we artists are we creating and shit hell no i'm not like biased uh i'm not like in favor of uh of uk being the right country hell they were the colonial powers they find a they 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 kind of pillaged us right they they raped us left right and center during 500 years of their rule but are we as good as them no and that's a very small country making shit load of uh, products and shit right gdp wise probably that's how they are comparing it let's see let's see let's find out hmm oh sorry i was interrupted i just clicked on it and it opened the red thread now i am on economic times Arendia and Britain has dropped behind India to become the world's large world's sixth largest economy delivering a further blow to the government in London as it grapples with the brutal cost of life. Don't you think it's happening in India? Don't you think inflation is impacted? Don't you think Indians are have are in more debt than they ever were? Based on GDP, oh that's bullshit. GDP is the biggest lash out down our throat. Macroeconomics is a sham. no two people can agree no two macroeconomists can agree over one thing exposure yeah i mean what the fuck just beats me yeah like i said from the point of view of numbers we might be but from all other uh possible variables no indians want to go and stay over there not the other way around and 
that kind of says a lot about which country is better but again these are numbers and their numbers are cold and hard and people are likely to say that yeah we have become the fifth the, the fifth biggest economy but in terms of the value add towards the scheme it was a grand scheme of things towards our own people no hell we are still talking about our, our actors being sleeper cells because india is so fucking divided on so many fault lines that i don't see in next even in next 30 40 years we coming together as one nation one people i don't think so we are so fucking divided it needed someone like probably like modi i, I think he tried doing it but wasn't able to because of externalities because of covid and shit and shit i mean one person can only do so much do we need <coughs> yogi probably i do we need uh, uh, that guy the congress guy the good looking tharur maybe he can but indians are so fucking divided that we can never agree on one thing whether it's politics whether it's the actions we have to take on the 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 international front uh, the stuff that we have to do every single state is clamoring for their own piece of the pie nobody is is thinking from a more holistic point of view nobody is thinking what is good for india everybody like what is good for me we like we put us first before we put the country can we change it i don't think so unless we have a common lingua franca hindi maybe english i don't know whatever unites us but would would people like to let go of their old ways they never do and that is why countries such as china and usa are way way ahead of us because they have a state religion or a lack thereof in case of communist china uh, same group of people han chinese majority like 80 to 90 percent of chinese are han chinese speak just two languages cantonese and mandarin uh, usa it's english we do have a lot of ethnic groups but it's the invisible hand that drives the market in india some somewhere is left somewhere is right somewhere is ultra right somewhere is liberal people and that's why you can't put all of them together in in one uh, single stage it's so divided that it might take forever to bring everyone together and and this probably is the biggest reason you can you can attribute to us not adding any value on a global stage i mean ask yourself which weapon did we produce like which iconic clash like for example clashnikovs or trevor trevor assault rifle not trevor trevor assault rifles and just bofors like you name the airplanes submarines we buy them from outside how many like great like musicians of renown have we produced a bunch of them Lata Mangeshkar is famous in India, but abroad hardly. Uh, uh, Pandit Ravi Shankar, I guess he made he made some news. He was friends friends with Beatles and shit. Hell, Indians have to go abroad to get famous. Freddie Mercury. I mean, of course, he didn't do it deliberately. His parents took him with him, uh, took him with 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 them, and there he became. Farooq Bolsara became Freddie Mercury, the guy who invented LASIK. Forgetting his name. he lived life of a playboy money bombic yep he has written a very interesting book code name god but again 
all because he was able to go out and that is where they realized his true potential and he was able to realize his true potential himself and ended up inventing LASIK. Did he get a Nobel Prize? Let me see. Mm, he won. He did win Padma Shri. But Nobel Prize? No, I don't think so. He got it. But yeah, he, he became ultra famous. Uh, uh, the guy who invented the genome project. What's his name? Rana? Hargobind Karana. He was the one who deciphered the genetic code. Again, was he able to do it in India? No, he had to step out. I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, uh, all these CEOs of Fortune 500 company, be it Microsoft or be it like Google, uh, Twitter, Visa at one point in time, uh, probably Instagram or TikTok, I'm not really sure. But yeah, I mean, the moment an Indian steps outside, only then he's able to realize his true potential. Yeah, so talented, but we end up wasting all our talent because of this infighting that's happening, because we are so divided, because we are so busy pulling each other's leg. The mindset is to pull people down, not to push them up. If only we can change this mindset. Or to not give a shit about what the other person is doing like why even bitch about someone when we are not helping them but hey we like to do it and we end up doing it and people lose, lose a lot of motivation how many good uh, apps that you are using right now I mean ask yourself I'm from India except for true caller but again I, I'm pretty sure it was conceptualized in Sweden and they leveraged Indian engineers to, to, to do it at scale because we are cheap right that's the reason a lot of Indian engineers are employed at Google and, and stuff because we are good. But why aren't the same engineers making the same shit in India? Because we can't. We don't have that entrepreneurial mindset. And if even if someone has it, our families, our friends, quote unquote friends, they ensure we don't hop onto that entrepreneurial train. We, we kind of pull their legs. We kind of mock them and, and shit like that. Whereas in all the other countries, at least in the West, they don't. They're least bothered about what the other person is doing. Health. They give them money to, 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 to go on and, and do it. And that's, that's the reason all these startups, all these angel investors, VCs and shit came from that side of the world, not from India. We might be an old country. We might be uh, have a very good cuisine and culturally very vibrant and shit. But do we lack this entrepreneurial mindset? Yes. Do we lack the engineers, doctors or people who are talented? No. But the way our society is structured, the way people are nosy or are, are, are very much into what the other person is doing instead of minding their own business, we can't, we, we don't um, end up creating uh, uh, value for the world. <sighs> Can we change it? No. Fuck it then. All right, let's see what else do we have. Hmm. Myanmar's Suki gets jailed with hard labor. Man, these countries. I mean, 
we are south asia well thailand has done good because they're happy people uh malaysians because they're islamic country so there is no room for deviation you do something you get your hand chopped off which is uh uh what i support not chopping off hands but like having a rule that puts everyone in their place is that a democracy uh kinda but is that a better governed country less crime yes safer yes progressive yes i can go on and on about stuff that we as a country or our neighbors aren't doing right but that's easy the difficult thing is to is to give a solution do i have a solution no do i have like a framework maybe which is to work towards one nation one people stuff have a common lingua franca and you know just ensure that people develop enough entrepreneurial uh people develop that mindset and have those skills and uh people are more chill uh uh in their own skin uh, and mind their own business more hmm all right let them eat box uk urges hunger stricken african nations to farm insects nothing wrong well if insects can give you the protein that you're otherwise seeking from an animal then yeah and you can do them at scale well i'm totally in support for that and it's happening in zambia spirit by north and south cubros if only we can do it in other parts of the world Nothing wrong with farming insects, I see. I hope they're uh, tasty, cause for sure they're edible and not poisonous. But uh, can we make them more delectable? I don't know. Maybe we we should we should focus more on that. Maybe we should create a packaged version of it, like flattened out worms and insects and cockroaches and shit. Hmm. Car in the box. Hey, how long it has been? Fifty minutes. All right. I think we have come to an end of this uh, uh, podcast, the MVP episode. Well, actually, the MVP phase is gonna continue for like foreseeable future, cause we still don't have a lot of things. We don't have a good. I don't have a good uh, place to to record it. I'm recording from the uh, comfort of my condo. I don't have uh, proper soundproofing and, and shit. Don't have a camera, but maybe near future I might, depending on uh, uh, depending on the the interest and the eyeballs that I can get on my content. So yeah. All right then. Uh, I think it's time for me to sign off. Uh, we'll. Uh, see you guys soon. Thank you very much for listening. And bye bye.